History Creeps. I'm your host, well, one of your hosts, Carter Johnson. Uh, to my left is a guy named Chris Chavez. <laughs> that is the best intro of all time. What's up, everyone? <laughs> and to my right is another guy named Johnny Townsend. <laughs> <laughs> Just so everybody knows, Carter's the author of the group. He's putting that, he's putting that thesaurus <laughs> to work, man. Just yeah, those, just put that out there. Just put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> those, those are, are the adjectives he chose. Those are well, <laughs> well-worn pages of that thesaurus, there. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. awesome. What's up, guys? We're back. And we have, we have something a little, a little bit uh, non-creepy. Well, Johnny thinks it's pretty creepy. I bet if you're I, there, creepies all get out. I yeah I would I would tend to agree with you. Uh, today uh, we're going to be talking about a place called Pitcher, Oklahoma, which I gotta I gotta say before I get into this, I really wish that my father-in-law was still alive because he's from Oklahoma and he probably could have told me all kinds of stuff uh, about this place. And sadly, he's not here for I, that. So, I've never heard of this place before in my life. I I nothing at all about it. I didn't either until I saw I saw it on a YouTube video while we were chatting over Messenger one day, and like that's when I was like, okay, this this might be something interesting to dig into for us. Yeah, but, but before uh, but before we dig into that, guys, I think it's since the last time we didn't have a current creeps. I'm hoping that you guys I'm hoping that you guys have current creeps this time. Please tell me. Current creeps. Yeah. I'm ready, man. I think Chris has. I think Chris has the best one. I actually have honestly, two, but... to be honest with you, because in in after I was telling you about the one I was gonna do, and you guys are like, "Yeah, let's do that one." Uh, all of a sudden, I saw another headline, and this one kind of ties to it. So I think what I'll do is I'll present them both today. Okay. Well, you go last then. That sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and get mine out of the way. Then Carter, you can go. Then Chris. Sounds good. All right. So apparently, like in late February of this year. Some are saying that there was a humongous UFO crashing into the, our sun. Now, I know this sounds weird, but there's actual video of this. It is allegedly, it was caught by, um, I'm trying to scroll here, where are my notes? It was caught by the, what did I tell y'all was? The Soho is what it's called? Soho. Um, so, <laughs> Soho. Where's this thing? This is why I should have used a daggum tablet. Here we go. All right. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 uh, the Solar Heliospheric Observatory. Yeah, the, so I I just literally found it when you said it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, which is run by both, it's run by both NASA and the European Space Agency, mm-hmm. and it and it takes video of the sun, and you can watch it, and it's just this weird looking green, oval sort of. I told you guys that it looked like it was a really giant. Like a quadruple cheeseburger or something, because both of the ends are rounded, almost like they're two buns. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it looks like. And if you watch the video, it slowly goes down, and then it either looks like it hits the sun or goes behind it, and the sun kind of reacts to it. Hmm. And some people were saying that, that that's a UFO crashing into the sun. Other people were saying that it's a UFO being refueled by the sun. And I haven't heard what NASA said yet, so... Yeah, I was going to say, has NASA commented on this at all? <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen anything. Everything I've read is just what everybody else thinks it might be. 
So I'm really curious as to what they say it is. It is not unusual for NASA to capture weird things in space. Mm-hmm. I mean, it happens all the time, more than people realize, I think. This so is... they have uh, they have two separate channels to talk to the uh, space shuttle. I don't know if you guys know that. A public channel, that the one that we can all listen to on TV, and then they have a private channel that they'll switch to when weird yeah. stuff happens. <clears throat> yeah. This is weird. I did look it up. All you have to do is type in UFO crashes into sun. Uh, check out the videos. And when you look in the videos, uh, you're going to look for the one that has more of a green hue uh, to the yeah. screen because that's what they're showing here. Um, it's definitely strange. I don't know. My first instinct is that it's act- it's it seems like a lens flare, like it's a glare from the lens. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was my first thought too. But if you watch the video, it looks like it goes into the sun. Yeah, and then the sun and, reacts. And like there's this this bright like I don't know expulsion of energy off the opposite side of the sun. Yeah, right as it's touching the sun. Yeah, it's yeah. really strange. What and I and so this comes this comes from NASA. This video from the Soho <laughs> from the Soho. Uh, it's just run by, it's run by both NASA and uh, the European Space Agency. And they, hmm. I don't know, man. That's just strange. Yeah, it's very odd. It's a creepy looking video, too. Yeah, it's not like a. It's a video that's. How would you explain it? It's not like a video that just flows. It's like a, a different. It's almost like a uh, flip book. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's time. It's uh, what do you call it? Time lapse. Time, time lapse. Thank you. That's yeah. the word I couldn't think. <laughs> I couldn't either. See, I know words. <laughs> <laughs> You've totally redeemed yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's actually pretty cool. And so no one has said yet. None of these scientists in the in the past couple weeks. It's been, what, three weeks since now? Uh, I wait for what the scientists said, and all I ever find is everything that the conspiracy people say. Yeah. And I want to know what scientists say. I want to know what their thoughts are on this. Hmm. That's insane. We're gonna have to keep an yeah, eye I'd on this. Yeah, be curious to hear what NASA has to say about it. Keep an eye on this uh, this little development here, especially after the the discovery of seven new planets in a new solar system, however many millions of light years away. Uh, we're I, I, yeah. I'm telling you guys right now that we are we are on the we're at the dawn. We're at the precipice of the discovery of all this other stuff going on out there. I feel like slowly but surely, you know, the powers that be have been conditioning. Uh, the public to be ready for it, whether it's through TV, movies, pop culture, all these little things. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and I, I feel like it's we're right there, man. It's coming. Yeah, we'll be Star Trek before you know it. No, no kidding. I like that's like to, seriously not even a joke. When you see when you see NASA is 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 currently recruiting people uh, to to help colonize the the, the uh, colonize Mars. Like this is legit. They're starting. Like it's it's a a something they're actually doing not just say hey this might be fun or it might be possible they're doing it they're recruiting people to do that yeah i hope they're getting matt damon <laughs> you know it'll be good, really hands. good. <laughs> that's awesome no this is a cool creep story man i like it i'm always down for space stuff it's awesome yeah same here all right Carter, i don't know about you guys but uh my wife has actually told me already you can't go to mars <laughs> my wife's like we are not going to mars none of that's good don't so don't even look into it i'm like why i want to be a martian i would I, you know why not 
I wonder Sounds what like fun. I wonder what, what the uh, reception's like. If I'll be able to, we can re- still record the, the the podcast if I'm out on Mars. Well, they're already honestly. NASA's already trying to figure out how to get the internet out there. <laughs> see, it's gonna it's gonna I happen. Have heard that, you know. It's gonna happen. We're gonna definitely see it within the next few years. Awesome. What do well, you got? Car- got oh, sorry. Go that, ahead. In that vein, I gotta say, Johnny. You know, if you're going out to live on Mars, you gotta you gotta realize you're gonna be rough in it. There's no Wi-Fi on. There's no Wi-Fi on Mars, man. Come on. Well, how else are, are the Martians going to check their Facebook? By, I can't say that on here, but um, <laughs> <laughs> by getting their nose out of their phones and realizing that they're on freaking Mars. <laughs> you know how to be. They'll just be taking pictures and video with their phone instead of actually enjoying the moment. Oh, my God. We're on just Mars. This is what happens on Earth when there's crazy things happening. Well, yeah, but we're on Earth all the time. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> my current creeps uh, is from a little less than a year ago. Uh, as most of our listeners know, Johnny and I both live uh, in North Carolina. Um, Johnny does not live in the middle of the city like I do. Um so sometimes he hears about stuff sooner than I do, and apparently this one wasn't news to him like it was news to me. Uh, in June of 2016, uh, two guys from North Carolina who were walking around uh, out near Oak Creek area, or I'm sorry, Oak Ridge area, uh, claimed to have come across two Bigfoots uh, by a creek. They were sitting there kind of scouting for an area to, to hunt deer. And apparently one of these things clawed its way out of the uh, uh, out of the thicket and just popped up in front of them. And another one showed up uh, about 40 yards away. And these two things just walked down to the creek while these guys are sitting there, uh, which sounds absolutely terrifying to me. But that's because I've seen too many horror movies. <laughs> For a second, uh, I thought you said they walked down by the creep. Like I was like, oh, <laughs> a fellow fellow history creeper out there, huh? Like, yeah. <laughs> Man, I realize you said I creep. Think some of the some of the listeners we have have some stories about this kind of stuff, but hmm. uh, both of these guys actually say they were completely overcome with fear when they saw these things. Like they couldn't they couldn't move. They were just completely terrified. Which I gotta say, I probably would be too. Um, and apparently. This is not the first sighting uh, of Bigfoot in our state or a Bigfoot-like creature, which I found interesting, too, because I didn't know that, man. When you think of Bigfoot, generally you think of, you know, the Rocky Mountains or, uh, you know, Oregon or Washington, someplace like that, not not North Carolina. Well, North Carolina is a state that's very it has a lot of variation to its landscape. You know, uh, you can go from the from the mountains to uh you know to the city like carter's in and down to the beach in one state hmm. so it, it has a little bit of everything where i'm at this sighting that you saw was is like near winston-salem or somewhere i'm on the other end of the state i'm in the mountains i'm near the the uh i'm near Asheville. i'm not too far from Asheville. and there's a lot of woods out here and i was telling carter recently we had a very similar thing where people were claiming they were seeing a Bigfoot in our area. Uh, it's to the point where we had actual people who were, uh, I don't know how you would 
people who claim to be uh, Bigfoot hunters, <laughs> squatch hunters, or, yeah, squatch hunters or, or whatever, <laughs> were actually out in this area looking for uh, the squatch himself, and somebody <laughs> found a somebody found a, a footprint, and people were going to all kinds of uh, bonkers over this thing. I never saw anything. I wanted to see one. I don't know why. I'd probably terrified if I ever did. Wait, they <laughs> they found one footprint. I you know that's another thing. You ever notice most yeah. of the time they only yeah. ever find one footprint? Yeah. The, the, here's my thing. The I think print? I feel like yeah. I feel like the uh, all these witnesses there the, there's something wrong with them because it's obvious that the Bigfoot's only one legged. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I you know. <laughs> Seriously though, it's always one footprint or even one or two. You never see like a whole trail of prints to follow. Yeah. Like, does he have wings too? Does he fly? I don't know. Jumps don't into know. the trees. All these questions we need answered. Where are you, Squatch? <laughs> We're calling you out, Squatch. So many questions. Give him a deadline <laughs> to get on the show and answer for all these. <laughs> get the Squatch Just go on the there show. And wave some beef jerky around. Man, we're gonna be the, we're gonna be the first podcast to have a real interview with a Sasquatch. <laughs> Mark my words. <laughs> oh, we'll man. ask the tough questions. That's like funny. where have you been? <laughs> That's awesome. What um, do you think of beef jerky? <laughs> yeah, there you go. What do you think of beef jerky? Snap into it. Uh, <laughs> hey, we getting money for that? Um, no. <laughs> oh man. Oh, if man. anything, we'll, we did though. If anything, <laughs> if anything, we give them money for it. <laughs> easily yeah really so uh okay so my current creeps guys have nothing to do with ufos or hairy beings um these ones are uh, this is actually weird so the first one like i said you guys already knew about it and then i saw the, the, another headline that was kind of tied to it and i and i'm seeing that this happened within a week of each other uh march 1st 2017 a church allegedly burns a woman to death during exorcism so I'll just let, I'm going to do what I always do. I'm just going to read the article real quick. A bound and naked woman was burned to death during an exorcism in Nicaragua after she was hurled onto a flaming pyre, according to a news report. Vilma Trujillo, 25, was abducted by Pastor Juan Gregorio Rocha Romero. Holy crap, that's quite a name. Okay. That was impressive. <laughs> so Vilma, you could say that, yeah. That's impressive if you pronounce that. Vilma Trujillo was abducted by Pastor Juan Gregorio Rocha Romero and four members of the Church of the Assembly of God in the northeastern village of El Cortizal in La Pre the La Presna newspaper said Wednesday they brought her to a fire pit in the town of Man Managua where the priest and his religious fanatics tried to drive the evil spirits from her body. They first stripped her of her clothes and tied her arms and legs before tossing her onto a heap of flaming logs, leaving her badly burned. Trujillo was rushed to Antonio Lennon Fonseca Hospital in Managua, where she died from her injuries on Tuesday. Last Friday, Romero and his cohorts were arrested for the crime, which occurred in late February. Romero told reporters Tuesday that he was innocent and he blamed the victim for her own death. She hung up and fell into the fire, he said, because she was possessed by demons. He said, and when we were praying, we looked at her and she was on fire. Youch. Dude, That's pretty creepy. And with this article, they have a picture of the husband standing next to a truck with her casket in it as he's leaving the morgue Ugh. with her body. That's horrible, dude. That is absolutely horrible. So he, that so that's the first part. Okay, so that's Nicaragua. It's in in, uh, in Central America. Here's another one for you. March eighth, two thousand seventeen. Villagers say this demonic voodoo doll is torturing their town. 
Villagers in a small Central American town are blaming violent convulsions on a voodoo doll. Up to 30 residents living in Santa Thomas, Guatemala, claim they have been possessed by the devil after suffering greasy sickness, which directly translates to crazy sickness. The sickness is a culture-bound syndrome that mostly affects Central American communities. It is believed to be contagious and leads sufferers to become violent as they see visions of the devil. They eerily go on to name the sickness's next victim while suffering from a range of symptoms including headaches, nausea, anxiety, dizziness, and anger. They are also reported to go through periods of rapid frenzy. A video of villagers suffering the symptoms of crazy sickness have appeared online. The clip depicts several residents with their hands and legs bound as they spin around uncontrollably. One local, known as Maricela, is trying to help her neighbors fight the illness with homemade remedies, which she believes have the power to cure the bizarre syndrome. Isn't this insane? As locals were searching, yeah. high, as locals were searching high and low for clues, a doll was found stuffed in a bag with crosses on its face, which is seen as a, pres- a presence of dark spirits. Mariella thinks the doll was cursed by an outsider who wants to harm the community. She explained, quote, a doll with a black ribbon and a cross marked on its face has been found in the street. It suggests that it is affected by dark spells and bad influences, a type of bad spirit. The villagers set the doll on fire in a bid to break the curse. That's all on that. But these two stories back to back. This one's a little more intense, man. How is that like you get afflicted with what they call the crazy sickness, right? You go through all this like headaches and all the crap that you're going through. And then you point out who's going to get it next and they get it. Wow. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I don't know which one's more intense, to be honest with you. <laughs> so there you go, a whole week worth of demonic happenings in Central America. Yeah. Oof. Moral of the story, don't get possessed by a demon in Central America. Yeah. This or one, just or just don't go to Central America. This voodoo doll one's crazy, man. What in the world? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. Yeah, no. I know you're sitting there like. Yeah, those are creepy, man. Like, that... <sighs> did I win? Did I win this week? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you won. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, dude. Well, yeah, Carter, so you won. All right, Carter. So, uh, it's your turn, man. This is your week. This is your topic. What's the name of this town? <clears throat> this town is called Pitcher, Oklahoma. Now, I might be saying that uh, wrong. Uh, but judging from the spelling, I'm going to go with uh, with that. It's spe- it's spelled P I C H E R. So judging from that spelling, I'm going to I'm going to go with pitcher. Uh, if any of our listeners know that I'm wrong, please let us know so I can That's... start saying it the right way. <laughs> the videos I've seen, I believe they pronounced it the same way. Okay, good. No, I, none of the videos I saw had sound. They were all the drone. That's what I looked at because I just wanted to see the town. But anyway. So, uh, I stumbled upon this by watching a YouTube video, and I was telling uh, my two co-hosts here before we started that uh, this this town is known as the most toxic town in America. And when I heard that, I immediately was like, okay, so what's what's going on here? Hey, can I ask uh, you, uh, what video were you watching? There's a, there's a video on YouTube of... I think it's from maybe a year or two ago. And this guy took a drone out to the town basically. And he flew it around. So you could see where they had demolished buildings Mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, a 
all of the mine residue that was still around the town, which I'll get into as well. But what and, was it that uh, made you? What made what made you want to see? You were just looking up drone videos, or I, I saw I saw something on like a top five list, you know? Uh, okay. Or like a countdown list like that of of creepy places. I believe it was, and I can't remember what exactly the the title of the video was. Probably but ghost it, towns or something. It was something like that, yeah. And this one really stuck out because, like you guys, I'd never heard of it before. All the other ones I had heard of, you know, and living in North Carolina, we got a couple of ghost towns here. But I had never heard of this one. And it, the more I dug into it, it felt like, okay, well, maybe this isn't the kind of thing that people, you know, want to talk about because of how kind of bad it is. Um, so apparently this town was really, really big in uh, mining zinc and lead. In fact, they, they mined so much lead from this town that a, a good total, probably more than 50% of the bullets that were fired by Americans in World War II, the lead for those bullets came from this mine. Oh, wow. Which was another statistic that blew me away. That's a lot of lead to come from one place, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so... It was a big, big mining town until about the 1970s. Uh, that's when metal mining in the town stopped. And the EPA uh, declared the, the town toxic, basically. Um, so what happened was there was a lot of uh, byproduct from, from mining the lead. And this byproduct, they call it uh, chat or mine tailings. It looks like in the videos that I saw, it looks like really big piles of salt. Like some of the, some of the, uh, uh, piles of chat in this town are like 150 feet high. Like you could, you could four wheel on this stuff. If it was, you know, if it wasn't toxic, it's that, it's that big. Um, so, so there, there was so much of this in the town that the EPA started discovering it in the water, in the air, uh, in the, uh, it was just, it was everywhere. Something like 30 plus percent of the kids in this town had lead poisoning. Yeah. Did you hear how they found that out? I, that part I did not find. Okay. I saw some, on one of the documentaries that I saw, apparently, uh, one of the teachers or something in that area, uh, noticed that a lot of the kids were uh, were getting uh, slower mentally, and he didn't know what was happening. So they finally just started having. I mean, it was like a, a crazy majority. I like like over fifty percent of the kids were were uh, behind where they should be. Yeah, and and they uh, <clears throat> and they started testing them. They found all that out. And what was happening was these kids would go swimming there because there's a lot of little ponds and stuff. They'd go swimming, and they'd their skin would turn orange or something, but they thought they were just getting sunburnt. But what it is, they were getting lead poison. Cause that was a chemical burn. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That I, I did find an interview, uh, with a guy who said when he was a guy, a resident from the town, um, who said he, when he was a kid, he and his friends would ride their bikes up and down the chat files. So, yeah, and what what's really odd about that stuff is the bigger ones are actually okay. They're not great, but it's the smaller ones you got to worry about because they're the ones that'll spread and get in the stuff. 
Well, and, and I was, as I was telling you guys before the show started, this is kind of like a perfect storm of events, which is one of those things that I, I really love because there's no one root cause. Um, what's interesting is that finding out about this lead poisoning wasn't what led uh, to the town being evacuated. Um, it was it was on its way to being cleaned up in a way. Um, and it was hit by an EF4 tornado in 2008. Um, for, for those of us like myself who don't know this, I had no idea what an EF4 was. Uh, the United States uses the enhanced Fujita scale to measure tornadoes, unlike the rest of the world. So uh, an EF4 is basically the tornado at the end of Twister. Mm-hmm. It's, a gi- it's a big, giant tornado. It's the um, finger of God. Thank you. I was just going to say that. Preacher, I love that line. Rest in peace, uh, Bill Paxton. Yeah, rest yeah, in peace, real. Bill Paxton. Uh, eight, there were eight people killed, and it took out about 20 blocks of the city. Businesses, houses, all kinds of stuff was just, just gone. Because yeah. we've all seen Twister, we know what happens when one of those tornadoes. Yeah, Carter. Carter, did you see that? Did you see that video of that guy who was in the town and was recording it? No, I missed that one. It's I'll on YouTube. It's this guy. It's it will break your heart because he's uh, he's filming this tornado, and he's telling everybody he's not the only one there. He's obviously there with his family, and he's telling them to get in a bathtub or something because I think they're in a trailer or something like that. That's what I'm assuming. Because he didn't say basement, he said get into the bathroom. And you hear this thing get closer and closer, and you hear, you know, everybody says it sounds like a train. It's actually louder than that. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced one. But oh, yeah. it's it's even louder than a train. And as it's getting there, you just hear there's a really small kid there just crying. And it's just breaking my heart. Because then it just all goes silent. I don't know whatever happened to them. Oh, That's a little scary. I'm going to assume they're okay since the video was released. But, you know, it, it doesn't actually explain it in the video that I saw if they were all right or not. Yeah. Well, crazy. found footage, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there was also, this was the, the one of the things I found really interesting. Uh, the mining extended underneath the town itself. And apparently when they surveyed it, they found that there was only about a few feet of soil separating the town from all of these mine shafts that had been dug underneath it. And that was one of the things that led to the evacuation of the town. Apparently there was a, a, a very large sinkhole that opened up and uh, the town sort of realized that, you know, in another couple of years, if they all stayed, they were probably going to get swallowed up by like a giant abyss. So the town was officially dissolved in November of 2013, which is what it's, it's, it sounds like a very modern uh, ghost town type of place. Uh, what what the tornado didn't destroy, uh, the government raised the rest of the buildings. I think uh, the census uh, in 2000, uh, in 2000, yeah, in 2000, there was 1,640 people living in the town. And by 2010, there was only 20. And the last guy that lived there died about two years ago. It's, uh, and they're still trying to clean this town up. 
Um, they're they're you know uh, getting rid of the contaminated soil. Um, they're going to use some kind of water filtration process uh, to to try and remove all of these heavy metals from the water. Uh, it's one of those places that sounds sounds a little bit like hell on earth to me, guys. I wouldn't want to go there. Yeah, no thanks. Would not want to go there. Would not want to do a live broadcast of a show from there. Yeah, it definitely gives off that Centralia vibe, I was telling you. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, no thanks. Not, not. <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice. I, I was the one that knew the least about this because I'd never heard of it. Um, but, yeah, no thank you. I mean, I'll go there with you guys if we can get some of those outbreak suits, you know. I'll go there <laughs> if we get Squatch on the show. <laughs> I'll give you a dollar. Squatch with us. I'll give you. If we do, he'll, if he swims, he'll lose all that hair. <laughs> a hairless Squatch. Now that might be something to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no thanks, man. <laughs> no thanks. Chris, to the I, that Squatch or no thanks to the town. <laughs> Chris, I'll give you a dollar if you go swimming in that town. <laughs> Come out looking like that three-eyed fish in The Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> be one of those radioactive boars that's running around uh, Chernobyl right now. You look like uh, you look like Mr. Burns did in that X Files episode of Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what's the deal? So, what do they do with stuff like that? It just sits as a shell of a town, and and not that, what it like? It's just a, a patch of earth that'll never be inhabited again. They don't just like. I mean, unless they can find a way to clean it up. Raise Which it means, and cap it or put a dome over it? The, the dome was the first thing that popped into my head, too. You know, like what they did with, uh, with, the, with the Chernobyl reactor. You know, but, but how, do you, how do you put a do- I mean, aside if, if you're Stephen King, how do you put a dome over an entire town like that? You yeah. know, because the stuff that's in the soil is going to eventually seep into the groundwater. It already has. So what what do you do? I mean, do you dig a giant pit, line it with concrete, pour all this contaminated soil in there, and cover it up with more concrete? Carter, did yeah, they, no did they take down all the buildings? There's a couple of buildings still left. The church, I believe, is still left, and uh, there's one or two buildings here and there that uh, uh, did not get raised. One was actually a business that was that the guy. Uh, decided he was going to stay until the last person was gone. It was a pharmacy, and he was the head pharmacist. And uh, he 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 died uh, about a year and a half ago or so, maybe two years from some kind of sudden illness, uh, which is probably related to living in the town. Yeah, I was you about know, to say. To think of it. Yeah. Yeah. The reason I was asking, there's all kinds of videos you can watch on YouTube. Where you got these urban explorers who go in there, and they, you know, there's people who always explore these abandoned places. Yeah. And the one that I saw, it was really good. It's only like five minutes long, but there were a few buildings on that one, so I didn't know how recent it was from that. I mean, they were empty, and just people had just had just left and left all their stuff there, is what it looked like. But. Well, man, give it a couple of years, there probably won't be anything left. You know, it'll probably yeah. all just like <laughs> fall into the mines. Yeah, but the other thing that I found very interesting was. Like from what I've read and what I've seen and what I heard on those documentaries, there's no animals there either. All the animals are gone from there. Yeah, I came across that a couple of times too, which I found pretty interesting because it it says something. You know, even Chernobyl still has animals hanging around. Yeah. You know, is is this is this 
is this town that toxic? I believe I saw that the only thing that they found there that's even close to animal-wise is there might have been some uh, very, very, very small fish in the water. Like, really, really small ones, like little minnows or something. No, And they're probably mutated in some way. <laughs> they probably got that third eye that Chris was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> they have no birds? No birds fly through? or That's what they're saying. They're saying there's no animals there except for maybe those. That's what I kept seeing over and over again. Here. I guess if they've contaminated the, you know, the whole water supply, why, you know, and you're an animal, why stick around? Hmm. Yeah, animals can sense that stuff sometimes. Exactly. So it's got to be. I mean, it really makes you wonder, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it's just more sad than anything. It, it's sad, but it, it makes you wonder. You know, like what Chris said, what happens to these to a place like this after everyone? has abandoned it and they're kind of at a standstill as to, you know, to what, to what exactly do we do about this? Cause there's uh, roads run through the town, right? Like there's roads that lead to, or do they just break off? They don't have anything running the, to it. The drone video that I watched, uh, when the drone is pretty high up over the town, you can actually see a couple of cars. I mean, they're driving straight through. They don't stop, but you can see them. Yeah. I think you can drive through it. There's another, Again, YouTube video of somebody who just drove through the town in their car and just filmed it. They have signs up and, you know, and fences up, you know, you no trespassing, you know, health dangers, blah, 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 that are all like U.S. government signs. So I, I imagine it's one of those things where you can drive through it, but they just don't want you to stop, you know. Hmm. I find it very strange i bet the real estate's really cheap (laughs) i couldn't remember when we did the centralia story i was able to tell you you know the post office revoked its zip code on this day and yeah uh uh, such and such and this happened and that happened this was a little bit more difficult to find out to nail down specific dates and times for, for for certain things i can tell you that the municipality was officially dissolved uh, November 26, 2013. But I can't give you much more, you know, uh, uh, it just seems like if something like this was happening for such a long time, somebody had to know about it. You know, something like this doesn't go unnoticed. Yeah, why isn't this a bigger deal, too? Just, be, I mean, like I Chris, I hadn't heard of this until you brought this town up, but, you know, we've I'd heard of Centralia well before we did that episode. And, I mean, why is this town very rarely mentioned? Or what was the town, I should say? I find that to be a good question, too. Because apparently at one point, before all this, like you said, it was a very bustling place. There's a lot of people there. I think they even had um, one of the people who lived, who was born there ended up being like a Major League Baseball player, even. So, I mean, it was a very happening place at one point where it had like a nightlife and everything, and now it's nothing. Uh, there was one that I did come across that I wanted to. Oh, uh, one of the guys with Rascal Flats is from there. So there's there's that, too. <laughs> well, are, they, gonna... are they proud of that? <laughs> I was going to say that. I, so. I guess they are. I mean, I, I don't even know. <laughs> what was what it you were Rascal saying Flats about? Is, what but... was it you were saying about the kids being slower from that? <laughs> I mean, so, I'm just kidding because that's just 
that kind of uh, music is not my cup of tea. No, but. same here. It's but, not mine either. And I'm sorry yeah. for uh, any listeners that are huge Rascal Flats fans. Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe my mom likes them, so oh. I'll give them some credit. <laughs> but, yeah. Just not for is me. Is that credit or a backhanded uh, insult? Well. <laughs> my mom likes them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the stuff that we listen to now is almost becoming classic rock, so what do I have? I can't say much. <sighs> You're not kidding, man. I'm not kidding. <laughs> So what do you guys think about this? I mean, I kind of feel like this is one of those things where, like what, uh, like what uh, you guys have been mentioning, why, why isn't this a bigger deal? Why haven't we, you know, why haven't we heard about this? Why isn't it on the news? You know, Flint, Michigan, all these other, you know, we hear about all these things, but this has been the way it is for uh, almost four years. Why haven't we, why haven't we heard about that? Yeah. What's up with that? Chris, answer it, please. What is up with that? Squatch, go ahead. Oh, crap, he's not here. <laughs> yeah, no. I dis- what, if, what if we interview the Squatch and he just talks in, like, perfect uh, Elizabethan Chewbacca? English? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, what if he's just Chewbacca the whole time? He like, sounds like... He's really, he's really proper, drinks with his pinky up. He's, he sounds like Patrick Stewart. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> or the gremlin from Gremlins too, you know. Was that civilized? No, clearly not. Yeah. <laughs> Controversial opinion, Gremlins too. I like more than the first Gremlins. Go. <laughs> <laughs> and That's now just we're me. descending into madness. <laughs> it's the it's the it's the pitcher sickness. It is. It is. Yeah. Well, I, you I mean, just like it. You just like it because of the Hulk Hogan cameo. Don't lie. That, that definitely helped it in my eyes. In my, <laughs> my pro wrestling fandom eyes, I helped a lot. I'm not gonna lie, that was one of the funniest parts of that movie. <laughs> I just enjoy that movie a lot. It's a lot of fun for me. I liked it. But yeah, I digress. That might, I may be swimming in too much lead. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that I find interesting is that if they knew about this in the 1970s, why didn't they evacuate the town then? Why did why did they wait until it got hit by a tornado, basically, to shut everything down? If it was that toxic. You know, well, why not was, just why not just pull everybody out and seal up all the mine shafts with concrete? Per my understanding of what I saw, and you did much more research than I did, but I think that this the town was already slowly kind of it was a former shell of itself to start with. It is if you look at the population figures, you can see it steadily declining. In nineteen twenty the population was almost ten thousand. Yeah. So and, I think it was to die in the first place, but I'm with you. If it was really that bad, they should have got everybody out then when they knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it just seems like common sense to me, but, you know. Especially when it's affecting children. That's when you'd think it would be become a really big deal. Yeah. You know? Hmm. I don't know. It just seems odd. You know? It just seems odd. Hmm. That's odd. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of... <laughs> Segway into the close of the show. Segway. Good segway. All righty. We'll close it. Let's do we'll close it. Close it, Chris. Uh, yeah, let, let's yeah, let's uh let's close it out. Were you gonna were you gonna add something about that side, Chris? No, well I was just gonna say you're done with your pitcher your pitcher story, right? I'm the, yeah, yeah, I'm done with my pitcher. Okay. Um yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um funny that you mentioned that's odd. Uh listeners, if you haven't seen this or didn't notice it already uh, we are now going to be having extra episodes come at you 
every other week. So you'll have History Creeps one week, and on the opposite of weeks uh, of History Creeps, you're going to have Johnny and I presenting a new podcast called That's Odd. Uh, so History Creeps will present this podcast as as a sister show. Um, but it's going to be something that, that Johnny and I will put together. It's it's enough, It's going to cover little oddities and little quirky stories throughout history that really don't lend themselves to be full episodes of History Creeps. Um, that's yeah, that's right. That's right. Think of it. If you already get History Creeps, you'll get this too. It's in the same feed. Uh, and also, speaking of which, I just want to remember this while I was thinking about it. Uh, Chris has already officially started the Instagram page for History Creeps. Oh, yeah. Finally. We've got a we've got a uh, an Instagram account. It's uh, History Creeps. Go check it out. Give us a follow. And currently, what I'm doing is I'm just posting um, one picture for every episode we put up so far, just to kind of get everybody caught up. People who haven't been on the show or listened to the show yet, that might be enough to entice them. Uh, send them over to iTunes or Stitcher and find us. But um, yeah, we now have an Instagram account, at, and that means we have a email account as well. Um, and I believe it's history creeps podcast at gmail.com, but don't hold my head. Let me, let me look it up right now. I was just going to, well, we'll plug our stuff while you're doing yeah, that. Do that. Go ahead. All right. Uh, you can find my art, uh, on John at Johnnyism 28 on Instagram. And also the other podcast I do with my buddy Trevor called retro bliss. It's on uh, iTunes and stitcher on its very same network as well. It's where we talk about the, uh, the retro games from our of time growing up your nintendos your super nintendos and the like carter you're gonna want to give you're gonna want to give them a a listen uh, in the next couple of weeks because they're gonna be doing a garfield game that i didn't even know existed it just came out today the garfield episode is available as of right now you should be able to get it sweet i gotta listen to that (laughs) i didn't even know this game existed (laughs) spoiler alert the game is very good (laughs) like the lion king (laughs) it's it's difficult yeah but i like it's fun uh, let's see. I'm uh, I'm Carter Johnson. Uh, you can find my books on Amazon, uh, House on Dead Boy Lane, uh, Meadowview Road, Spider's Web, and Nightfall. We'll soon be joining that uh, in the next couple of months. Chris, awesome. All right, check out my podcast, my other podcast, Back Issues Comic Book Podcast. You'll find that one as well as this one and Retro Blist on our network page, bicbp-radio.com. There's a few other podcasts on there and a few more to come. Go by, check it out, see what you like. Head over to iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a follow, comment, rate, let us know how we're doing. Uh, like Johnny said, we have an Instagram account now. It's History Creeps. Uh, follow us there. We have an email if you want to get at us. Uh, any information you find, something you want us to cover, you have a response or a comment. You know, A lot of times I find myself listening to podcasts when I'm driving, and they'll say something or be talking about a topic that I actually know about or, or have an opinion on, and I'll find myself kind of yelling or speaking out in response uh, to to the podcast. You guys do that ever? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I have I've I've actually gone so far as that to by the time I got to work or home, I'll get on Facebook and respond to the podcast and actually give a comment uh, and let them know what's going on. So uh, if you want to let us know what you're thinking and you want to let us know uh, w- what kind of a job we're doing, um, anything, send us an email: historycreepspodcast at gmail dot com. Um, I think that's it. That's it, everything, right? That's everything. I think we got I think it. That is everything. Sweet, sweet. Go check out History Creeps Presents That's Odd. This was History Creeps Podcast. For Carter Johnson, for Johnny Townsend, this is Chris Chavez. We'll see you next time. Stay creepy. <laughs> <laughs>